rolling, baby. We're remembering the claps now. I remembered for Tim Bailey's podcast first, and it was super helpful. So now you're the second clapping podcast, Mason. What's up, Very dude? Very nice. What's up? What's up? Appreciate you coming out, man. It's Absolutely. always cool when fighters like reach out to us wanting on the podcast, for mm-hmm. sure. So if you guys are watching and thinking, why are all these stout guys on the podcast lately? It's a pretty simple reason, and that's because the stout guys are showing initiative and asking to be on. <laughs> Right, yeah, I seen some of your guys's. Uh, I seen some of the podcasts, obviously, and I was like, "It's nice. I got a nice little setup in here," you know. I was like, um, and then after the fight, like you know, we always like do a post like appreciation for our coaches and stuff. And I'm like, literally, just have like too many people to thank. So I'm like, yeah, I think it'd be better if I just came on the podcast, that and, like, was gave sick. everybody a little bit of shout out, you know. Yeah, I love the way you did that, man. That was smart. Definitely got my attention. I was like, yeah, how about tomorrow? And then obviously right, right. I got sick. You guys can probably still hear I'm pretty congested, but I feel Things better. Happen. That happens, yeah, you know. the turmeric and ginger, man. That's the did it work? cayenne. Did it, work? it must have. It, like, did you start doing? You put a yeah, little bit. Yeah, of- the sore throat like went away instantly. Mm-hmm. Fevers went away instantly. Now I'm just kind of stuffy in the head. Yeah, so. I'll just put it on everything. That's like awesome. Eggs. Like if I'm doing my you know, like whatever my weight cut diet is, um, my last couple, my last, not this fight, but the two fights before that I'd gotten sick. The first mm. one was like a respiratory infection and doing, uh, I do collision work on the okay. side. That's been like my, prof- my profession for the last decade. And then I'd got COVID before, for the second to last one. And everything was just like cayenne pepper, <laughs> turmeric, everything like you know, tea with some honey, all that good stuff. That's just awesome. Like, all the natural remedies. The natural remedies. Dude, they work. Go. I mean, there's something to it for sure. Right, right. Feels better for sure. But, dude, you made weight pretty easily, it looked like, for this one, which I always think is interesting. Ryan has a thing with flyweights. He always gets afraid that flyweights are going to miss weight just because mm. getting that low. But right. you obviously made it, and you're also tall for a flyweight. So you kind of, you're a much lankier build, I think, than most flyweights. Do you yeah. have any problem getting to 25? No, not really. Honestly, like I walk around at like 135 to 140. That's crazy. And I mean, like I, I wrestled throughout high school and stuff. I like knew how to cut weight and um, I knew like a fair amount about nutrition and, and diet and stuff like that. So I'll like taper myself down, um, you know, the weeks leading up to the fight. I'll, I'll just like eat a good clean diet with like good, you know, moderation of my portions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you hear me good, Danny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll just make sure I'm on a good diet and taper myself down. I'll try to get like down to like 133 or something like that. Just kind of be floating around there and then, you know, like water load, all that stuff. And then um, this has actually been the first time in a few years I've got to do day before weigh-ins, which was like super nice. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like uh, fight days on Saturday, weigh-ins are like 11 or 12 or whatever, you know, that morning. So it's like I'm doing a weight cut before, and it's like you have like you have like some hours to recover and rehydrate and stuff, but it's not not like, you know, yeah. day before weigh-ins where you have like a moderate amount of time to really let your body absorb all the nutrients and, right. you know, the fluids and everything you, you really need. So it was really nice. Um, yeah, like... 25-1. Um, I knew we had a pound. So I was in there. I was in cutting with um, Miguel and Tim and Zillianopel. So we got a little bit bigger sauna. Like a newer okay. sauna is pretty right nice. So we were just in there that morning taking off last, last few pounds. It was, it was nice. No big deal. No big nice. deal. It's good when you got your teammates. I mean, you guys had a, like a stout takeover on that Brondenberg 15 cards. So yeah, a little was, bit. Yeah. Recently, it's been, you know, like Matt Factory Academy guys yeah, stepping yeah. in. And we're like, all right, you know what? 
Let's get it going here, you know. <laughs> well, it's been good. You guys did good. Four and one on the evening. Obviously, not, a pretty not good too night. Shabby, yeah. Not too shabby. Your fight. Go ahead. Yeah, that was. I was gonna say. I think um, everybody put on. I went back and watched um, all the fights. Yeah. You know, um, I think I think almost every single fight on the card. I watched most of them, like all our guys as well, and everybody like did pretty well. So. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are hitting your stride right now. I would say it's clear that Mike and Will got you guys really tuned in the fight team. Absolutely, dude. You in particular, because a lot of people thought with all the time off that you were going to be rusty. If if we didn't know that storyline going in, I would have never thought that was a guy who hasn't fought in you know a year plus. Right. Yeah. I just um, <clears throat> wasn't out of the gym altogether. You know, I wasn't like training. There was a period of time where, like I wasn't training as consistently. You know, like I'd still be in there, like sparring to come in and, you know, get get some of the classes in and stuff like that. I was still teaching, obviously. Right. But um, yeah, there was just a period of time where there was like stuff going on at home. Uh, you know, like the COVID, when all that COVID stuff hit, things got, a, you know, like a little rough for me and my family as it did for like many other families, you know. Definitely. Uh, yeah. All over, the, you know, all over the world. For sure. Um, but yeah, just kind of finally settled down and i kind of got back on the grind got my stuff back together been training and i felt you know i felt good ready to go mike's like all right you know you see me like training again and stuff he's like all right you got you got my approval let's whenever you're ready i'm like i'm ready let's get it man that's one thing i respect so much with stout and honestly it's all the local gyms around here but they don't throw guys in just to throw guys in to fight like we no. i mean Full disclosure for people listening. Ryan always loves when I say full disclosure. So full disclosure, we've asked about you fighting a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, he's just, he's not ready. He's not training enough. Mm-hmm. He's, we can't let him fight yet. So yeah. there's, as you know, there's a handful of flyweights available. So anytime a, a flyweight fight pops up, it's like, oh, what's Mason up to? Because you're like one of the guys that, you know. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't like super good, uh, you know, like probably not a good look. My last couple of fights with you know being sick and less consistent with the training and mike's like he's like he reached out to me he's like um i think you guys asked asked uh asked about me for a fight yeah and he had to like decline he reached out to me he's like he's like mace you know i support you 100 percent, but until you get back to training consistently we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait until you're and i'm like dude i totally understand yeah. that i mean he's just doing what he's supposed to do he's being a good coach exactly and they hold us to a higher standard and for i think sure. that's why we we produce we put on good show uh you know good fights because they're not just throwing us in there like oh we want to fight they make sure we're ready yeah and we certainly appreciate that like you said the fights are better first of all but we would never want somebody in there anyway that's not ready to fight right just, yeah it i mean doesn't make any sense for anybody yeah this ain't like your average <laughs> average joe's gym, <laughs> right you know? right so you guys definitely got a reputation to uphold so now the question becomes with that whole stout versus indio thing, you guys finished the year thirteen and one. Mm-hmm. They finished seven and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. They win the head to head, I guess, with Logan and Tanner. So yeah. I don't know how that voting is going to go, but I'm interested. Yeah, I don't know. I seen, um, I watched that fight in particular. It was a good fight. It like was, it was close. It yeah. was a close fight for sure. Um, I also seen Tan- I seen Tanner's podcast as well. Um, <laughs> I know I know um, Danilo through my cousin Robert Zhang. Okay. Uh, my cousin Robert Zhang, that's where I all, all kind of started. Um, when I was like four years old, I started doing Taekwondo with my cousin. Nice. And uh, <clears throat> I still train with him. Uh, like usually at least like once a week I go out and see him, you know, just like that's like kind of like my heritage, you know, mm-hmm. with where it all began. But uh, 
I know him and Danilo are, you know, like, I don't know if they're, like, super tight, but I know they have, like, a good relationship and stuff. So, I, like, I I don't have any problem with Danilo. You know, I think they have uh, a good gem. And anytime I see him, like, backstage at the fights or something, we always greet oh, each other. So, yeah. like, I don't have, I personally don't have a problem with Indio Dojo. But um, I've seen Tanner's interview, and, he, he, you know, he like, he did a good job. You know, he did a good job. It was a great fight. I think it was a little closer than he you know elaborated yeah. on um but no regardless it was it was good fight you know yeah. that, that makes for good competition because i mean like we don't have any like we don't really have any beef with anybody no, you know what i mean right. like, we have a good relationship with basically everybody in pittsburgh yeah i mean stout is such a central location with the mma saturdays and everything like you guys are well known as the gym mm-hmm. where everybody can come and train so i don't think it's necessarily a beef thing like you said but what Tanner's doing is definitely fun, man. Like that, that will help. No, the yeah, community. I, I agree a hundred percent. I was like, I was like, I get the respect because he's like putting it out there, you know, like bro, he's doing, he's fight. like starting, you know, he's starting, um, you know what I mean? Like he, that, that's how you like sell a fight or exactly, get a fight. Man. You know what I mean? Like exactly. he's like making it a little bit entertaining, yeah. you know, causing that little bit of drama without being like, you know, like not like disrespectful. Exactly. But like, so how, was, how many times do you hear like a UFC fighter in their post-fight speech? Joe Rogan will even set them up like, what's next for you? And they're like, oh, whoever the UFC wants to give me, I'll fight anybody. Like that's right. that's kind of lame. But when you're like, I want Lucas Siebert next, I'm yeah, watching you. Like, like, that's awesome. It's yeah. like, yeah. And that's a get it going. Dude, respect on that call out, too, because yeah, nobody yeah. wants to fight Lucas. <laughs> right, on. right. Yeah, Lucas came. Uh, he came from Immortal um, with the former training partner, Josh Pereira and, you know, Matt Brown's team and everything. Uh, super, you know, super good gym, obviously. And uh, he's been training with us and stuff. He's a good dude, and I see a lot of potential in him. You know, I've been, like, working with him, sparring with him. He's, like, For one, sure. one of my, you know, he's, like, my size. He's, a little, like, a little bit heavier than me, but he's, like, we're, like, almost the same build. Yep, that's what I was going to say. Very similar build, and, uh, for sure. It's kind of funny. After his last fight, um, his opponent came up to me, you know, just, like, his opponent, and we were just, like, greeted, you know, good you know, good fight, man, everything. He's like, hey, man, your brother. He's like, hey, man, your brother's a great fighter. I'm like, so I guess we look a little identical, you know, a little it, bit dude, shaggy. Honestly, now that you say it, I, I get it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, if I didn't know you guys, I I might think that too. I see it for sure. Mm-hmm. The build is definitely similar. Yeah. But no, that'll be, that'll be interesting to watch for sure. It's a great fight. You know, yeah. as long as Lucas obviously has a fight coming up in February, if he gets out of that without injuries we're we're good to go right i think both sides have already agreed both coaches have agreed as far as i know so that's showtime baby and that's good it'll be advanced amateur too for both of them yeah it's good for the promo you know love it dude with your fight in particular i think you reminded people what everybody loves about you as a fighter there was a little bit of everything mason delessi Mm. in that fight you know what i mean yeah a little bit little little superman punch off the cage at one point yeah it didn't quite land i kind of grazed him with it you know but i was like i I thought about it before the fight i'm like because i like once in a while in sparring or stuff you know something will like get up against the wall you know i'll I'll land it in sparring and stuff like that i'm like i'm like puts me up against the cage i'm just gonna jump off that thing that was sick him. I, I just s- glanced him but um, i saw you like feel it with your foot first and you're like all right <laughs> yeah probably like, telegraphed like, awesome. like telegraphed a little bit he kind of seen it coming just just missed him with it but it was fun we had we you know it was a good fight like there was no you know yeah there was no uh no disrespect respectful you know just going out there having fun good sportsmanship 
They were awesome, man. They were good to work with. Mm-hmm. I liked him, Jalen, and his team a lot. His dad, Rob, was also his head coach. They were good dudes, and like they mm-hmm. were in touch afterwards. Like if you guys ever need another opponent, like we'd love to fight for you again. So that's always cool when you can get an out of town guy that just comes in and shows respect and enjoys the show for sure. Yeah, respect. I mean, I asked him after we talked, you know, briefly after the fight, and uh, I was like, "How long did it take you to get out here?" He said like seven hours or something. So it's like respect for that like you drove seven hours you know like to take a hard enemy territory to take a tough fight like props to that you know and then i like you know i just like reached out to him messaged him afterwards was like good fight man yeah what did you think mid-fight did you think it was one one going to the third round or did did, did you Um, really keep score i knew i'd won the first round yeah like it was close i didn't like you know just like i didn't like blow him out of the water but i was like Unlike my other fights, I felt like this fight I was a little more um I was a little more patient and just a little bit more um just a little bit more controlled. Sure. You know, like some of them punches looked a little bit wild, you know, it was like throwing some looping punches in there, but I, I initially wanted I wanted to hit him with more straight punches. Mm-hmm. You know, like some straight shots. Uh he's doing a good job of like being evasive and kinda like circling out and cutting the angles and stuff. So I kinda like had to modify it a little bit to try to get my reach. I came close with a couple straight, you know, like I landed a couple straight lefts, but they weren't, they didn't like connect like super hard. Um, so it was kind of just trying to find my rage, trying to catch him on the way out, circling right. out and stuff like that. Uh, no, I thought it was a great fight. I'm glad I got to do some, uh, a little bit of grappling. It wasn't like a whole bunch of grappling, but I think people have this kind of conception like I can't grapple or something, you know. Do people think that? I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I never thought that, but I just assume anybody who trains at Stout knows how to grapple. Honestly, like Henzo Gracie school, I yeah, have, you know, yeah. I mean, you guys training with each other all the time. You kind of have to learn mm-hmm. how to grapple. Or you're not going to survive on Saturday, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, how much film were you able to watch on Jalen ahead of time? How much do you even care about film? Uh, well, all his fights because um, he's been fighting for, like, B2 fighting series, I believe. Uh, like, most of his fights were on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so, like, I watched I watched a few of them, you know, re- like, a few of his recent fights. And, um, yeah, I know some guys don't like to watch tape. Some guys like to watch tape. I'm, I'm one of them guys, like, um, if they have... If they have tape, if I can find it, like I'm not gonna go like pay to watch you know, <laughs> somebody's tape or something like that. But if I can find, if I have access to it, I'll watch it, um, and I'll get like an idea of what their tendencies tendencies are and like what they kind of like to do, um, and get like an idea, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of like try to think about that, you know, try to like, but you can't depend you know like you can't really right you don't really know what somebody's gonna do what yeah technique, guys evolve, how they're gonna man. come out like even yeah. if they're then you know they might be fighting like orthodox and they come out southpaw then what you know yeah what i mean like we i spar with southpaws and orthodox doesn't that doesn't really matter um but yeah i trying to i get a little bit of an idea i like to watch a little bit of tape if i can um but like i said you can't you can't rely on that stuff for sure we talked about this fight a lot in the lead up and I felt like the winner would establish himself as if not the best, certainly a top three amateur flyweight mm-hmm. in the nation. I think you're number one in PA now, two in the entire Northeast, something mm-hmm. like that. What's next for you is the obvious question. Are you going to stick around at Amy? Are you going pro? What's the thought process? So I did a podcast, um, 
I did one of them podcasts with Luke Payson. Oh yeah. It was dude, Luke's the man. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. He's a nice dude. Um I think it was like the day after the fight or something. I did a short one with him and he was like asking me the same thing. So yeah. you think you need another couple fights? You want an Amy title from two four seven? I'm like, I don't think and I've spoke with my coaches, obviously. I think um there's really I don't think there's anything else I really need to like prove the amateur ranks. You know, like I'm twenty nine mm-hmm. and I feel prepared, like I feel like I'm fighting, you know, like I'm prepared to go pro. You know what I mean? Um, I think I don't know how much I would benefit from like continuing to fight amateur. Like I've already fought like a handful, a good, like a handful, like top level dudes For sure. in my division. And I think the last like, other than Jalen, the last like three, four dudes I fought, they're, they're all like pro now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could have gone pro after my Skylar Bray fight, but it's like we wanted that more experience. I didn't want to go pro right after that. I wanted to like defend the title, mm-hmm. get some more experience against different caliber guys, you know, like different styles, just, you know, so we're like fully prepared. You know what I mean? Just like making sure, you know, my coaches make sure you're like they'll tell me when I'm ready. You know Definitely. What I mean? But um yeah, we kinda like sort of jumped the gun on a pay on a podcast <laughs> with uh Definitely going to go pro next for my next fight. But um, I mentioned, like, you guys have a card in April. Yeah. And and that would be cool. But right now, one of my goals is I want to focus on my jiu-jitsu a little bit because I want to, like, earn my purple belt. Nice. I've been a blue belt for, like, over five years. And that's just, um, like, with the coaching. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, in the MMA training and stuff. Like, so it's, like, hard to, like, uh, focus on one discipline and be, like, I'm in gi, like, other than coaching, I'm in like gi like once a week. Sure. Recently. Sure. You know what I mean? So I want to like, that's like part, that's part of it. And I, I like, I love jujitsu. When I started at Stout, that's all I was doing mm-hmm. for like, you know, six months straight, five, six days a week. I fell in love with it. And then it's like, okay, this could be really a thing. And I started with the Muay Thai and the fight team. And we got into it. And then, you that's know, awesome, on from man. there. Yeah. But now it's time I want to, you know, like, I want to properly earn my purple belt. I want to do an IVJJF. Nice. Um, that's something I want to do. So I think I'm going to take a little bit of time. Still, like, you know, go to fight team training and stuff of like course. that. Still do Muay Thai classes and work with the fight team guys. But, like, I want to focus on my jujitsu for a little bit to level that up, too. Because, like, I like submissions, too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, clearly. Good jujitsu is entertaining <laughs> to watch, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think anybody would watch that fight and think your jujitsu was boring at all. Right. I mean, there wasn't too many transitions or anything like that, but I mean, like half my wins are submit, you know, half my, yeah. all my wins are fi- by finish, either TKO or submission or mm-hmm. half and half, three take, three TKOs, three submissions. And, uh, you know, I just want to keep my, keep my game up because now we're going to be pro. So there's going to be a lot higher level jujitsu guys, no higher level strikers. So I'm just going to keep myself to that, you know, higher For standard. Sure. Well, you talk about it a lot, but obviously you work with pros on a regular basis, too. Right. One that I think is interesting is Josh Pereira coming down to Stout mm-hmm. a good bit now because that was a common opponent for you and Jalen both. Mm-hmm. Now he's turning pro. Looks like his career is primed for good things. What's it like getting to work with him? Right. Yeah, he's super nice, super good dude, like super respectful opponent, high-level martial artist. Um, you know, like after after we fought, you know, like we literally went to the back like – like did a shot with each <laughs> other and everything. We're just like nice shit and having a good time, having a good time. But um, yeah, it was cool because um, you know Lucas coming over and everything, and Josh came down. I don't know if he's. I think he's only been down once. Like we sparred together. You mm-hmm. know, it was like good. You know, it was like 
competitive and like um I wish that you know I'd been more. I know he was sick for his, sick for the fight too. He got bit by a brown recluse. Yeah, I heard about that. I think Lucas told me that. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, of dude. all things, like what? I don't like spiders. If there's one thing, like there's one thing I don't like, like I could deal with snakes and everything, but like spiders, dude, nah. Dude, especially a brown recluse, like yeah. yeah, nah, dude. I actually have a I have a rule at my house where if it's outside, because like I get spiders all the time, just like hanging on the house and stuff, I leave them. You, if, right. As long as you stay out of the house, you get to live. But like the second you're in the house, it's good. Yeah. 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 If they're in the house, they're definitely dead. And if they're outside, they're still pretty good <laughs> still dead for, for you. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good chance. Yeah. Nope. But a brown recluse, like just chilling in your shoe one morning and then you, oh, ugh, that's I couldn't imagine. terrifying. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. But yeah, I know. So we were, I know we both, neither of us were really like 100% for that fight. So I think we both like wish it could have been, um, like more, we would have got to display more yeah. of our skill set, you know, for sure. Just like against each other, you know, it's like a mutual respect, you know. Right. And um, yeah, so like we've talked, you know, we've talked, like we've kind of both said, like, yeah, we'd like to fight each other down the road when we're both pros. So we have a proper, you know, have a proper fight down the road. That's it's awesome. like all respect, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> that seems to be a theme with you guys, with Stout, for sure. Miguel has kind of said the same thing about some guys. Like, it doesn't need to be beef for us to fight. Like, we can remain friends after the fight. Like, yeah. this is business, especially once you go pro. Yeah, it's business. It's a sport. You know, it's like it doesn't always have to be. It doesn't have to be disrespectful. Never have. It doesn't have to always be disrespectful. Right. I mean, some guys like to do that. I've never really had. I've never really had. Um, I don't think I've ever really had a, a dude like try to be really disrespectful towards me before a fight. Yeah. So it's like, just doesn't make much sense, honestly. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Because like, Unless- like it's a fight, dude. Like anything can happen. Like you could be like a hundred, you could be like a thousand percent confident you're going to win and still get clipped. And like anything can happen. Yeah. Dude, there's no, there's not, it's not a hundred percent guarantee. So sure. it's like if you're talking shit and then you get like knocked out or like, you know, get whooped or something, then you right. just look worse it's ridiculous like, yeah respect's kind of like the common denominator in most cases for sure you mentioned a lot of things you know be, being sick being inactive for a while obviously this fight at bit b15 was a huge return for you mm-hmm. huge win do you feel like things are settled in now like your your balls to the wall with your mma career now yeah so <clears throat> yeah that's like um it's definitely something i like something you're passionate about and like you're good at like you need to like triple down on it like this is what i want to do like i finally found uh, like i said like i'm 29 now like your whole life you're trying to figure out like what am i here for what am i going to do for a living you know what i mean um and like i definitely enjoy what i do and like especially like the coaching it's like super rewarding like i feel like that's my community service like i'm like doing a good thing for the kids and the community the kids and the community and like you know, the other fighters that yeah. are coming through and they want to have a future and, you know. That's sick. So I just, I, I feel like I finally found my calling, what I'm here to do. And um, <clears throat> I still do body work part-time on a side in my uncle's shop out in Portersville. Shout out to Les Auto Body. <laughs> uh, I'll be kicking nice. myself in the ass later over that one because everybody's <laughs> be like, yo, fix my car and be like, I got a fight coming up. I can't. Nope, can't do it. Um. Yeah, I got like a hundred thousand dollar Lincoln Navigator sitting in the garage right now. Oof. I had to like put on hold to get nice. keep ready for this fight because I was like, dude, I'm not going in there and like inhaling all this yeah, dust yeah, and yeah, chemicals yeah. and stuff and like risking getting oh, sick. That's so, terrible, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna kind of go back and like finish up. What I need to finish up at the shop, and 
I think I'll always do body work on a side, but um, I think ultimately this is where I'm supposed to be That's, in the MMA community. Yeah. Well, dude, it's very clear watching you, and I've thought this for a long time before this fight too. Like you, some guys just naturally get it. You just see mm -hmm. guys who look very comfortable. I thought the same thing about Seabert in his amateur debut. Like I saw his debut, and I was like, he's just comfortable fighting. There's certain guys who get in there and they just look like they've done this a million times. And that's how you've looked from the first time I ever saw you fight. Like, it's clear that's just a part of you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there, you always get like, um, there's, there comes a point like this fight, dude, I was like so calm for this fight. Like I was so gathered. Like I was just so content, like knowing like, okay, I'm healthy. I'm mm -hmm. prepared for this. And I like know my skill level and like trust in my skills and my coaches, and my teammates. Right. So I was like super, I was like super duper chill, like the whole way through the fight, just composed. Um, previous fights, like been composed, but like you always get like, not necessarily nervous, but you get that little bit of jitters, you know, like the excitement. Sure. You know, like almost like a roller coaster, something you're excited for. You're like, here we go. Yeah. yeah. You know? But I was like having more experience now. I was just like, able to control that all better like i knew where i was at i knew what i was doing you're gonna go in the cage for like you know potentially like well for us it's like three three minute rounds you might mm -hmm. be gonna go in there for like potentially nine minutes and then after that you're gonna be back with your friends and family like go take a shower you know be chilling drinking yeah know, like drinking whatever you want to drink eating pizza burgers whatever yeah. everything's all good so it's like yeah just like a little bit better mindset how did you celebrate? What's the Mason DeLess drinking food? Uh, nothing crazy this time, honestly. Like, um, I think we got like some like Chinese food. You know, like we went and got Solid. some Texas Roadhouse the day after. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Nothing crazy. Do you nothing drink? Crazy. Was there a drinking? No, no, not this time. Actually, no. I don't think I even had nice. like a beer or anything. I don't drink. I don't really don't drink that heavy. Like I used to drink a little bit more socially. Yeah, but like once in a while. Like once in a while, I'll have like a drink, you know, like whatever sure. it is. Like we're doing like liquor, yeah, yeah. beer, whatever. I'll, I'll have a drink occasionally, but like I don't like I don't like feeling like shit the next yeah, day. You, don't go. you know what I mean? So I'm like, <laughs> you don't turn into John Jones after a fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. Nice. Who was the sponsor you posted? Was that Deles Auto Body that had the little sign up? You? Oh no! So um, that was actually. That was actually my buddy, um, Pat and Sarah Rogers. They, okay. Their their um their family has Meridian Off Road Center. Uh, my uncle used to be like part of that way back in the day too. Um, but yeah, they like they like some of my best friends and stuff. They actually have their own clothing company. Oh, and nice. Some like rock in their from the Flames Customs. Um, they 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 make their own clothing. You know, like they do their own clothing company. So they're trying to like do that, you know, like some entrepreneurs. That's and cool, then my man. Buddy, and then my buddy, Alex Kovacs from We Are Villains, rocking his beanie. I, there you I was go. just like talking to him a little bit ago. Um, so yeah, just uh, supporting local, you know, people, local, local guys, like local businesses, local dudes on, on the come up, you know what I mean? So it was like, I seen they put, Congrats, Mason DeLess on big win, brawling the bird on their so sign cool, right on the side of like 422. I love that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, hey. I'm like that. Oh, they so didn't cool, tell you man. they were going to do that? 
No, I just seen it when they put put it on their Instagram oh, story. That's I was awesome. like, oh, that's sweet. I'm like, yeah, I'm going on the podcast. I'll have to rock <laughs> one of your shirts for sure. Hell yeah, man. See, I love stuff like that because it all comes around, man. Mm-hmm. You know it as a local fighter. Like, you need sponsor support, too, when you're going through camps and stuff. We, as a local business, need, obviously, people to buy tickets and support right. us by the stream. Like, it all circles back around like right now you're here in the beanie and the shirt like I, i'll always give props when when mm-hmm. i can as well like it feels good to support each other yeah it's I mean like we're advertise you know like word of mouth best advertisement you know what i mean like you got to support your people you know and um like i remember like my second fight alex uh alex kovacs with we are villains he was like just kind of starting out like he was you know like just kind of starting out but my buddy Travis uh, had one of his shirts. I was like, oh, that's a cool shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, get a hold of your boy. I was like, let <laughs> me know. I was like, if you throw me a shirt and I'll walk out in the shirt. Like, it was on my second enemy fight, so it was like a nobody. Sure. But I'm like, I'm like, dude, I was like, throw me a shirt and I'll walk out in it. He threw nice. me a shirt, walked out, got the dub. So it was like cool. And then now, now he's like progressed and like he's making an empire now as Pat and really Sarah cool. are doing with their From the Flames customs. They're doing that. You know, they're on their way up too. So it's just like got to support your local people. Love it, man. That's sick. So immediate future for Mason DeLess looks like a lot of jujitsu, mm-hmm. then a pro MMA debut maybe mm-hmm. after that. Summer probably, sick. somewhere in the summer. We do have a July 15th card as well, just All right. saying. All right. I'll keep it in my <laughs> calendar for sure. There we go. We'd love to have you back, obviously, man. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I tell everybody this, like, if you fight for us, obviously we love that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. act like I don't want all the local fighters to fight for us because obviously I do, but like, we're going to support you no matter where you go, man. This, this thing's bigger than us. Like what we're trying right. to build is ultimately bigger than us. So we just want to see the local community flourish, man. I can feel the momentum for sure right now. Yeah. hundred percent. Like you guys put on a great, like a great show. Like the production is excellent. You know, I've fought and, um, the only other, produ- the only other, um, I fought for Ohio Combat League like a few times, but other than that, I haven't fought for the same promotion more than once. Oh, wow. So it's always been like a different promotion. So I've seen like several different promotions, how they put on a show. And Ohio Combat League does a really good job too. Mm-hmm. But like you guys do a really good, you know, like you guys do a really good job too. And especially like it's local, it's hometown. Like, yeah, right. That's like three hours away. I'm exactly. Like, I don't expect my people to drive three hours away. Like there's... They do, right? But I don't expect them to drive three hours away for something that could last, like, you know, like you, potentially you never sixty know. seconds. You never yeah, know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Miguel's fight. You know, like, dude, you can yeah, just get caught. Savage. You just get caught. Yeah, you just get caught. He's he's nuts, bro. Like I've heard yeah. a lot of people talking, and a lot of people like looked at his record, especially when mm-hmm. he was two and two, and they saw a five hundred fighter because they just mm-hmm. look at topology. But I had heard from everybody training with them, like watch out for mm-hmm. this kid and now he's showing exactly why we always say records are for djs hey, you can never nice. really tell you can never really tell like how somebody good is just based off the right. record right you know what i mean but dude that kid's a savage he's unreal i've been trying he's like been one of my main dudes for like the last five years like before like my f- from the time my first fight he's been there at the gym when stout was at the old location mm-hmm. above costume world in the strip district but yeah, dude's going places. He's so kind and unassuming outside of the cage, just like a nice, He's such a wholesome gentle dude. being. Yeah. He's <laughs> a good then, dude for sure. Then as soon as you touch gloves, dude, it's game yeah, dude, on. His cardio like regimen is insane. Is it nice? Yeah, like I, it, well, he was in the military. He's like sure, he, sure. he got into like running. He just kind of like 
fell in love with it. He was it. saying that he likes running, and I was like, yeah. dude, what's wrong with you, bro? Uh-huh. Nobody uh-huh. likes running. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> like running, but... <laughs> Well, he hasn't needed much cardio these past two fights. No, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, he. Um, <clears throat> I was up, uh, I think it was yesterday. I'm not usually up super early in the morning, but like I I, um, I didn't have anything like going on immediately the next morning. I was like up a little bit late, and then I ended up like not being able to fall asleep. I was like up to like 5.30 in the morning, um, but like about to pass out. And Miguel texted me at like 5 o'clock in the morning. He's like, dude, I think I'm gonna go to Cali to get some training in, and like, uh, just constantly March thinking or about April, the next yeah, step. like March, like February, March or something like that. He's like, you want to go to Cali with me? I'm like, dude, that'd be cool because I've never been to Cali, and like, nice. I have no insulation on my body. I don't like the cold. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. like the cold. So I'm like, well, some warm weather would be cool. I've never been to be Cali. I'm go get some training out there. Have a little vacay. You know, yeah, with my boy. So that'd be cool. That's sick, dude. That's in the works. We'll see about that. Hell yeah. Well, I'll definitely say it since Stout is already cool with it. Miguel's cool with it. But we're looking for a title fight for him on mm-hmm. April 15th. I would love in Washington, in his hometown, man, let him let him fight for the title at 135. Mm-hmm. So that's a good test for him before he goes pro, too. Yeah. Make sure he can make 135, obviously. Easy. Right, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he, he won't be have able a to make it. it. Like, yeah. he has good, you know, he has as good a mindset as right. you can have, you know, right. like he's disciplined and I think he's working with, um, immortal optimization. Yeah. If I yeah. got that right. Yeah. Immortal um, diet optimization. They've been great. So they um, helped me with my weight cut. Did they? Did yeah. They? <laughs> really did. Like you were looking thin. Shit, wasn't that weighed, crazy? Bro, my lips, my lips were like stuck together. My mouth was so <laughs> dry. Did oh, you get dude. some Pedialyte in you? I, so Eddie, I actually got liquid IV. He had, okay. he gave me like the rehydration plan too. So I was just following what he told me, man. Shit worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That was my dude. first time ever in a sauna, like cutting weight for anything. So that it was it was How brutal, was the man. Sauna sessions. What, what Not you, good. What was the ten minutes a piece? So ten I did minutes. Ten minutes sauna, then ten minute treadmill, ten minute sauna, ten minute treadmill, and I alternated that for an hour, and then went to weigh-ins and made it. So nice, in my dude. underwear too. I had dude, to get down to yes, the underwear. Yeah, dude, that's what's up. Respect. <laughs> That's yeah. that's crazy, dude. So yeah, I'm sure Miguel will make it, dude. Like I'm sure he if will. I can, that's if kinda... he can make it, he will. Yeah, you know right, what I mean. Like right. he he made 140 and like he was pretty like he like if we if he had to, he could have done the extra. Sure, you know, it's like he knew what he needed to be at. He knew yeah. he needed to only be like 140. Yep. So like that was his goal. But, yeah. So that's you know. the plan for that, dude. So mm-hmm. if you go to Cali with him too, that'll be that'll be sweet. We'll definitely yeah, have to catch up after that'd that. That'd be super cool. I'd like that. I noticed you uh also at the Wayans, I noticed you were wearing a Butler Brewworks hat. Yeah. Butler Brewworks beanie. Dude, I love Butler Brewworks. Those those guys are the best, first of all. Shout out them. They're open they just opened that new location too. Well, okay, so you've been to Brewworks, but have you been to Chop Shop? I haven't been to Chop Shop, but I know all about it. I've heard dude. I gotta I gotta dude. change that. You gotta change that. Yeah, yeah. My if pa- I had to go to Chop Shop or Butler Brew Works, ten out of ten, I'm going to Chop Shop. Oh, dude, man. the food. Okay, all right. Dude, Fair it enough. is the like no like not even being biased. Like it is the best place to eat in Butler, hands down. Oh, do they have a specialty? Is it like they all? They, yeah, they everything's have, like, weekly, good. Yeah, they have like daily specials, weekly specials. Like, but if I go, the is day. there like something you say like, dude, you got to get this? Dude, okay, so start get the tater top poutine. Okay, I'm in already. Can't on go, that. You can't go wrong with that, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> so good. Um, they got some 
like you can't really go wrong with anything. Yeah. Or everything's like homemade. Like everything's homemade. Like not it's not like you know, it's like not like frozen. Food. Sure. Like it's like good awesome. homemade stuff. Uh the guy Bill Atkinson. Um I was actually a chef before. Like I was like a cook before. Oh shit. Nice. Um <clears throat> before I got in auto body work and I worked at the brick house in Butler, which was like next door. And Bill's been in the food serve like food industry his whole life. And they had just got um the building next to us, which is, you know, now the chop shop. So I like grew to kind of like know him a little bit mm. and stuff like that. That's awesome. And after I left the brick house and I like, got an auto body and stuff, I had gone in chop shop. I'm like, dude, this is like next level shit. Ugh, nah, dude, I'm getting hungry. I'm hungry right now. Now dude. just thinking about it. I think my parents have been there. So my parents live in West Sunbury, mm-hmm. right outside Butler. So I, when I go up to see them, obviously I go to brew works usually because I love beer too. That, right, that was the hardest right. part of cutting weight, by the way, was cutting, cutting out, out beer. beer. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, the go biggest with some Ultra, only 95 yeah. calories. No, um, I just didn't touch any. I said, screw it. Like, I'm off yeah, all alcohol. Yeah. Why well, even tease myself, you know? Right. So, but yeah, many beers were had after weigh-ins for sure. Many beers. <laughs> nice. Dude, but Chop Shop. Okay, I'm going to check it out. Check it sure. out, dude. Chop Shop. Shout Is out. it right on Main Street, too? It's right on Main I Street, so. dude. Okay. You can't miss it. They got some, like, cool, like, old... Um, they got some like cool signs and like all the insides like old like road signs and like it's like it's a cool atmosphere. Nice. Um, service is good and the food is like off the charts. It's oh, like yeah. it's the closest thing. Like okay, so like Pittsburgh's like a culinary mecca, yeah. right? Like there's like so many like it's crazy. It's the yeah. be- it's like the closest thing you can get to like the food in Pittsburgh. And it's like I've been recently eating a lot of stuff in Pittsburgh. It's better than most of it. A lot. It's nice. Like Chop Shop's better than a lot of places in Pittsburgh. That's awesome. Have you been to Fat Butcher yet for your boy Steve Dawson? No, oh, no, dang. I've heard, I've heard of it. I don't really know what it is. I, I think for I've sure, heard like all the, the stout guys were just all over that Fat Butcher. I've seen like, um, I've seen. Like, I guess you're in Zealy a lot, right? Yeah, That's, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. So I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, fair. Like I'll do. Um, I'm an instructor out in Zillianople. Right. Zillianople location. We got like four locations now. Cause I'm in Butler. That's like 20, 25 minutes away right, from me. The right. strip district's like fifty, yeah, a I can... over fifty minutes. Which I'm down there a couple times a week, but it'd be hard to like be consistently like teaching down there. Got you. Um, yeah, I kind of set you up to fail with that lead, in. that's my bad. I no, forgot you were. Yeah, no, <laughs> now you good. look like a dick. Like, no, nah, what? This guy? Yeah, what? I ain't never going to the strip. But yeah, you got you guys got a purple belt that opened up a butcher shop in Lawrenceville. Steve Dawson, okay, Fat butcher. All right, so, very nice. Yeah, he's I'll look in, he's awesome. Yeah. I'll look into that. Go, little go meet up. Yeah. Do you cook? Uh, do you cook at home? I know you just oh, said. Yeah. Okay. Dude, everybody. Yeah. Nice. We everybody in my family can cook. Hell yeah. So it's nice. My brother actually works at the chop shop. Dude, just stealing. Yeah, he that. was like he was like uh, he was like working at like a Texas Roadhouse in Butler for a little bit, and then like he was kind of sick of that. I'm he sure he was gonna get he was gonna get like a job at Sheets. I'm like, dude, what are you I'm doing? Like, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, you want to? I'm like, you want a job? I'm like, what do you want to do? And like, we all love to cook. Like, he was yeah. like cooking a little bit before that. I'm like, dude, you want a job? I'll go talk to Bill. Down at chop That's shop. awesome. And, nice. Uh, he's like, he's like, really? You think you get me? I'm like, yeah. And like, I Definitely. wouldn't, I wouldn't even like suggested it to Bill if he wasn't a good worker. Sure, like, he's sure. Good, like he's a good employee. He's a good. Well, worker. yeah, you knew your word was going to be on that. Yeah. Right. I knew my ass was on the yeah, line. Yeah. Right. You know, my reputation was on the line. So, so yeah, he's one of their. One of the main yeah. dudes now, you know. What's your favorite thing to cook? Like, what would be your your specialty dish? So I like, um, I was into like, 
a little bit of everything, but like my favorite station was saute. Okay. Like I love pasta. Mm. I love pasta. So like different Alfredos, you know, like different all anything saute, you know, nice. like I could work a grill, I could work whatever, but um I'd like to get a flat top for at home. Like a flat top grill. I'd like to get Definitely. one of those for at home because those are clutch. You could do like pretty much anything on a flat top. Dude, the Blackstone, like we got a Blackstone a couple years, a couple summers ago, and it is definitely a game changer mm -hmm. we use that thing constantly oh yeah i might have to look into that they have, yeah they're super like cheap now too i feel yeah, like everybody for, makes them they have ones for like your grill yeah like they have ones for your stove and stuff but. yeah just turn into a little hibachi station yeah and, dude. <laughs> and roll yeah Dude, I'm hungry. This podcast made me hungry. I'm definitely weighing heavyweight in April. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I was like, oh, I can eat now. So I like, I got like two sausage, egg and cheese McMuffins Hell on the way yeah. down here. I was like, I can eat McDonald's He's again. Bulking, bulking yeah. season. Carb loading, whopping 136 pounds. Giant. <laughs> He's giant. Are you a candy guy? Um. Yeah, I like candy. Okay. Yeah, I like like you know. Um, Sour Patch Kids, Skittles, Starburst, dude. dude. That's Danny Palm's realm, one hundred percent. Love the Skittles and Sour dude, Patch Kids. Can't yeah. go wrong. Nice. Chocolate's okay, but I'm not so much a chocolate and peanut butter guy as I am like like sour I like candy. The fruity, yeah, yeah right. I like the fruity shit. Yeah. Fair. Just said it better. <laughs> yeah. Danny Palm's a big. He he actually used to do a bunch of snack reviews on Instagram too. So he he's he's Bad. balls deep in that world. Dude, do you still do any food? You still do any of the candy reviews? Or? Dude, I want to bring him back to the studio. We got to do him dude, here. Dude, do him right here. Dude, do him right here. Dude, let me know. I'll come in. We'll do some reviews together. Well, you got anything on you, Danny Palm? You stay strapped with that Sour Patch Kids bag? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't got any on me right now. Dude, the ones you got to get, dude, the best Sour Patch Kids are the big heads. Like the two in one, the yes. big heads. Yes. Yeah, I don't even know what that dude, is. I don't know what it is. In one, perfect. Dude, I don't know what it is. There's something they're just. The, they're just better. And they're actually like, I think they're actually a little bit more sour okay. for some reason. I'm not sure. We'll but run it back. They're, Next they're time you're here, I'm bringing those for sure. Bet. <laughs> Sounds good. Dude, this was awesome, man. I appreciate you coming in. Obviously, I appreciate you putting on a show Saturday, too. We're still mm -hmm. buzzing from that event, man. Everything went well. The crowd was sick. Everything super smooth. So thanks right. for being a part of it, man. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, it's good to be back. And um, yeah, I think uh, I knew I had like a whole bunch of people I wanted to like. Yeah, thank. dude. Obviously, like Mike, like, obviously, like Mike and Will. You know what I mean? Like, they're the bread and butter to our team. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I think a guy that doesn't really ever get, you know, he doesn't really get shouted out too much is uh, Warren. Right. I mean, like, Warren's, if it wasn't for Warren, we wouldn't have Mike or Will. We wouldn't have the team we have. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, he's a little, he's, you know, he's kind of like in the shadows. You might not see him all the time, but his like presence is always there. He's like elusive. He's like a mythical creature, but <laughs> um, yeah. So like, just want to give thanks to Warren and uh, Isaac Greeley too, um, because Chris Dempsey, um, I think it was like about a month before this fight, I had got like, I'd hurt my back. I like pulled my back. I was like teaching. I had to like cover some classes. I taught like four classes back to back. And the last one was like an advanced striking class where we do like a little bit of light sparring. So like top four classes back to back. And we like kind of went right into like some light controlled sparring. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really have time to like warm up. So we went into light sparring and we were just like moving around doing some like jab sparring. I like went jab high, jab low. And as I lowered my level, I felt something in my back pull. I'm like, Ooh. oh, that's not good. And it got like super tight. And then I kind of like finished the round, you know, just like being a hard ass you know just like finish the round i'm good i'm good, I'm good. <laughs> it's not good so i finished the round and after i sat down like i couldn't get up oh, i literally wow. couldn't get up 
And then I started to get like worried. I'm like, dude, did I slip a disc or something? Like I'm like freaking out. So, um, I know Isaac Greeley has, uh, he's got his practice at the chiropractor, like all that stuff. So I like reached out to him and he's like, I like called him. He's like, yeah, what's up, buddy? I'm like, dude, my back's messed up. Is there anything you could do? He's like, yeah, go. He's like, he sent me to one of his places. That's awesome. And I like walk in the door and Bobby Murda's sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? Just and they got me taken up. care of. So like huge shout out. Which location? Which rehab Thank center you, Isaac. did you um, go to? What was the street called? I can't remember. It was in, it was like near AGH. Okay. It was like in, uh, it was in Pittsburgh near AGH. I can't remember what the street was. Okay. I can't remember what the Yeah, they have was, they but. have a ton of locations now, so I just wasn't sure which one he sent you right. off to. Isaac wasn't there. He's probably right. one of his other locations, but It's awesome, man. Bobby Murda was there. <laughs> Clearly, the fight doctors at the, the rehab doctor. center. Yeah, that's awesome, man. He'll fix you or he'll break you. One or the other. That's Whatever my you want. <laughs> That's my favorite business model ever. Rehab center, chiropractic attached to the mat factory. Mm. That's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was good. So yeah, I just want to make sure I give a uh, shout out like everybody that's helped me along the way. You know, I mean, like there's there's people that I probably am forgetting, but it's like anywhere from anyone on the the fight team to just the guys in the gym, just like you know, just the normal guys that aren't they're not looking to fight, they're not maybe not even looking to like compete jujitsu or anything. They're just like some staple people that are always at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, just like good energy. And uh, great community in the Pittsburgh area between yep. us and the other local gyms. For sure, man. And growing every day. Growing every day. It's on the way up. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like Pittsburgh MMA seems like Pittsburgh MMA scene is like coming back, baby. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think the MMA scene in general, like overall, sure. like it's like a rapid growing sport. But um, I think we're starting to let people know like Pittsburgh is an MMA. For sure, man. Well, we're going to keep stacking these cards, promoting you guys, man. It's an honor Sounds to work good. with you and the whole Absolutely. Stout team. So let's keep it rolling, it's brother. It's to be here. Thanks, thanks dude. All thanks right, for thanks, stopping brother. in. Thank you. I'm getting Chop House after this, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Chop Shop. Chop Shop. Chop Shop.